most Thursday mornings on lovethynerd.com slash twitch. The following Saturday, you can enjoy the audio version only right here on LTN Radio. Now, let's get into the show. Hey, what's up, nerds? My name is Bubba, and I'm joined by my bestie in the whole wide westie, Maddie Wambier. Hello. And you are watching and or listening to Beard Bros with Matt and Bubba in the morning. It's not the Christmas episode, although it looks like this is unplanned. Red and green. It's, oh, you're over here. Red and green. Christmas in August. Christmas in August. July August. Uh, <laughs> well, it's like Gen Con's kind of like Christmas for nerds because you get to go and like Chill, wait, that's not, buy that's yourself not a bunch of presents and open them yourself. And yeah. Yeah. Cri- so we're Christmas. celebrating Christmas on August. 12, 11, 10, 11th 11. today the year of our go. lord this one yeah is this the christmas episode it is Yo, <laughs> Reedy. so much going on right now thank you so much thanks for all that yeah. the gifty subs everybody enjoy uh we got comics on the cross djj shame boosh j live oh, hey j olympian olympian yeah, there you go yeah. hey we met olympian at uh gen con we did yeah he, uh, he's like the fastest moving person I've seen. Like he's like, he had a, a plan. He was on it and he was like, pew, 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 pew. like he's also almost very like tall quicksilver taller than me. Yeah. Not many people are taller is than me. Is he taller than you? He is. I, I think real fast. Oh. Just tell me how tall you are on the chat. I'm, six, I'm almost six, three. I'm, I'm five eleven. Come on. I'm, I'm, I mean, when I'm my tippity tallest, yeah. I'm five. When you're wearing your, your big shoes. I'm an, I'm a, I'm a five ten. It's like he's he's a five eleven, but he's short. You know, Yo, all of the all the hype train is just happening here. There's just hey, so much going on. I haven't, I haven't streamed in a long while. It's been months. I know. I right? missed last week's free play, and like <laughs> it's like sensory overload right now. <laughs> uh, you did. You missed. You missed our our season opener. You old salty dog, you. But Six hey, five? we're back now. We did it. Yeah. And today we're talking about not Christmas. This can be the Christmas episode if you want it to be. It's kind of Christmassy. You, well, you can you can like plan for Christmas, like whatever you're going to buy yourself or your loved ones or your hated ones or whomever you're buying mm-hmm. for. People you're trying to uh, apologize to. Yeah, yeah. People people need games. And Bubba and I had a chance to go to Gen Con this last week, which seems like so long ago at this it point. Was, but it's yeah. only it's only been four days, but it seems like so long. Even today, Bubba was like, oh, you. It was just, it was just a couple of days ago. I'm like, it's Thursday, man. Like, yeah, oh. check yourself for COVID. That's, yeah, yeah, that was the Thursday. conversation we were having. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have any. I'm good. I don't have uh, it yet, but who knows? <clears throat> I think I came down a little concrete. I did take a COVID test this morning just to make sure I'm free and clear. I'm fresh um, as a daisy. Fresh as a daisy. Now I took some cold med, but I, I feel better. I had to be ready for this. I Yo. do need to apologize real quick uh, to... Begin. To Chris Meixel. Yeah, yeah oh, thank you. Gabigan for all of the, the gifty subs. Uh, oh, Aaron, Aaron enjoy. One. Hunter Fam 2021. Spars 324. Clemson Lady 0322. And Jakuta. J- oh, Jakuta. Yeah. I don't know. It's whatever you want it to be. Um, what were you going to say? I do, need, I do need to apologize to Meixel. So there's kind of a running joke 
between Michael and I and several other people that every day is his birthday. And so he sends me this message and he was like, Hey, you could get me, uh, what was it like comfort creatures? I think or creature comfort, whatever the the name of the game was. Campy creatures. Because not campy creatures. And he was like, for my birthday. And I'm like, ah, ha, 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 ha. I'm not getting, you know, dang game. Every day's your birthday. Nice freaking try. And then Mr. Facebook, Mark Zuckerberg sends me a direct message and says, (laughs) it is in fact, Mike's birthday. Oh man. And then I pretended like I didn't see it. I I remember, I remember a few years. I thought it was last year that he asked us to pick him up dinosaur rolling, right? I think it was roaring, right? Yeah. Roaring, right? Yeah. But I also thought that Gen Con was not in August last year. Oh, it absolutely was. Yeah. It's, it's usually, it's usually the weekend between like the overlapping weekend of August and July. It's the very first weekend normally in August. Yeah. In August. Well, I know that's that because why I always miss that? Levi's birthday, which is on the 31st of July. Did you did you make it this year? I did. Dare we? Yeah, because we yeah, didn't okay. leave till the fourth. Yeah, there we go. I don't. I'm telling you, I don't know what it is. Well, I when he, he said it was his birthday, I thought he was fooling. So maybe he lied to us last year, and it's all. I think he out lied now. on the internet. Like this is the long con. Like he thought he was going to get a game. Oh, out it was of this a retroactive gift la- gift last year. Okay, backfired. there it is. That see, that's where I was confused, and I even said it's not his birthday. Uh, hey, we're not here to talk about birthdays much anymore. I guess we can talk about whatever. Mm, unless you all your want birthday to. is a Christmas, right? It was your birthday last year, Gen Con. Was it not this year too? You all are yeah. like, you all need to stop having birthdays. Who I can can't tell. remember anymore. Who can um, tell? Hey, so I think just like a little housekeeping here before we go into our, our list. Bubba, you're gone next week, right? You're at a camp. I am. Yeah, I actually leave so, on Saturday. Yeah, so no, there'll be no Matt and Bubba next week. Probably no free play next week, at least not on on the Twitchiverse. We may record one just to put on. On the airwaves. Kate and I aren't really great doing it by ourselves. We've proven this many, many other times. Uh, but so you're gonna you're getting a little taste of things to come. Bubba and I are gonna come keep coming at you with 13 games that blank as long as we can. Uh that Aaron blank. doesn't think it's a well, we don't want to see our top 13 games. Like we typically try to bring you like 13 family games or yeah. 13 games under ten dollars or 13 games, or I guess 13 dollars will be said. 13 games that um, are actually 13 games. Th- yeah, so we're gonna do that as long as we can. If you have 13 games that we should explore, let us know. You can send an email to fill in the blank. Exclamation point producer. Exclamation point producer. There it is. Uh, Aaron doesn't think this is a very um, good model. Sustainable model. Yeah, it's not sustainable. We're going to run out of ideas. So far, so good. We've probably done at least 13 episodes, right? (laughs) (laughs) We can go check. I I think I agree with her. But as long as this has some legs, we'll go ahead and do it. Now... In the future, we may start doing uh, some breakdown episodes where we talk about specific games. Um, that's not happening this week because Gen Con just happened. Uh, we may do like, you know, a f- some minutes of a show talking about fill in the blank game. And then we'll talk about five games that do such and such. Yeah. Um, but that's all for the future. That's future Matt's problem. Future Bubba's problem. Oh, 100%. Today yeah. it's Christmas. And we're <laughs> we're gonna talk about our thirteen games from Gen Con. There are you ready to get into it? I or I you want to so. kind of preface a little bit? I, there are too many games in the world, and I I made this is my this is my own problem, and I'm gonna I'm gonna accept responsibility. Oh, okay, okay. During during um, lockdown, where less games were being produced, and the whole shipping 
issues are, are they're starting to kind of come out of it now. Shipping issues were happening. There were less games in the world that you could play, less new games you could play in the world. I didn't do my due diligence and play through all the games I could then. And now I'm trying to play catch up on some of those games. And a quarter of a million other games are already on their way. Yeah, and I yeah. have, I'm never going to catch them all. I'm never going to find them all. And I'm learning, I'm learning about myself. There are certain games I don't like, and I don't have the mental bandwidth to play. So, you And then probably, you go to Gen Con. And then you go to Gen Con, and you're like, I didn't even know I wanted to play this game. Yeah, absolutely. And then, I did. And then you do, yeah. and you're like, now I can see why people want to play this game. One of the hardest things for me at a convention, okay, especially like a tabletop convention specifically, right, is you go into it. You can do all of the pre-work ahead of time, which I never do, but you could theoretically do all of the pre-work ahead of time. Find all the hotnesses, follow all the blogs and forums, get on all the nerds' Twitter and all that jazz, okay? And then you're going to get there. And things are going to kind of flip on their head because there's going to be some new game out there that nobody saw that had a demo that just caught fire. I think we have one of those on this list. Um, But to me, it's it's the best laid plans of mice and men. Some of the stuff that's not on our list. There is a new a brand new bop it button. Um, Oh, right. Yeah, that didn't make the list because I, I don't necessarily know that it needed to make the best of Gen Con list, but it was an experience that was really like fun and, you know, uh, kind of exciting. Bubba crushed it. Like, if you all know the Bop It, it's I a, said a Gen Con 2022 world record. The If you all remember the Bop It that came out, well, 25 years ago, it's the 25th anniversary. I don't have my little. So they're it. releasing a Bop It button. This wasn't on our list, but we're going to talk about it anyways. Uh, the release of Bop It button is just like, just a button that says bop it and then it will <laughs> the bop it will say bop it or don't bop it and so you need to bop it every time it says bop it bop it but it will try to trick you so it will oh, say like will. don't bop it and so you have to really be listening you have to be you just have to tap it every time so bubba just knocked out of the park he won himself a mini bop it yeah that andy no, it's somewhere the there. mini one. I don't have I have it in the other room. I just don't yeah. have it on me. Yeah, bop it. Don't <clears throat> bop it. Uh, it looks it was fun. I'm awful at it because they were trying to make get me to do other stuff while I was doing things. They wanted me to bop other people. You were the, the content that they needed. I was I, I proved their point that I don't need to bop other people when it says bop it. I just need to like. They stopped filming me. For social media, I don't even know if it ever went up or not. They stopped filming me because it was boring because I just kept going and going and going. And so I apologize about my prowess at the bop it button. Um, you sure could. <laughs> we each have our roles to play. And then I like there was a uh, <laughs> there was a tournament like a bop it tournament. I totally forgot about until just I right forgot now. about until the next. I forgot about <laughs> until the next day. I was like, yeah, we missed that thing. Do me that's the thing about Gen Con. We're we're talking about thirteen of the games that caught our eye. But again, there were so many games, so many events, so many demos of games that weren't even out yet. Like, if you have not been to Gen Con, I implore you, if you like tabletop games, make it happen at least once in your lifetime because I, you will love it. You, uh, Yes, I, I, no matter where it is. I know that in a couple of years they're talking about Gen Con maybe possibly moving out of Indy. Um, it didn't start there, but it moved to other places. Mm. There's 
there's a lot of cool stuff that happens at Gen Con. There are panels, there are movie screenings that you can mm-hmm. go to, there mm-hmm. are events um, on and off campus. Lucas Oil Stadium, where the Indianapolis Colts play, fills up with people playing tabletop role-playing games and war games and board games and all sorts of stuff. It's nuts. And we barely made it over into, I think we like, we walked over and peeped it. it. Yeah. Yeah. That was about as far as we got, but there's so much to do at Gen Con. And we were there for four solid days and did not even come close to seeing all of it. Every year we go, Mm. there's an arcade room right across from the, the main exhibitor hall Every single year, I'm like, Matt, I want to go there. I want to go there. And wanna- this year, I said, it costs quarters. Do you have quarters? And he says, it doesn't cost money. I said, yes, it does. And, and we said, never, and we, we never, never even vali- validated, validated, vilified. Yeah, we verified. Vilified we didn't, we didn't vilify either, either of our claims about that room. But I don't know. Like we, we say, uh, LTN says this about Gen Con that it was a massive net positive for us. Like mm-hmm. just a fantastic show. It was wonderful. Worked our freaking butts off. And by us, I mean our team did really great. We worked with Funko Games and Keymaster Games and absolutely slayed. So thank you to everybody that was on our team. And if yep. you want to come on a trip with us, <clears throat> There are two ways that you can come on a trip with us for the remainder of the year. We've got one for Strong Tower Con in Milwaukee, greater Milwaukee area. But more than that, let's talk about PAX Unplugged at some point. Send me a message. Send Frost a message. Would love to talk to you guys about coming and joining the team in Philadelphia at the very beginning of December. So, hey, that was then. This is now. We're here. Well, that's that's then, and this is where where it was, and here's where we are. We have thirteen games from Gen Con. Yeah. Oh yeah. There's lots of expensive stuff there. there. The pretzels were not worth it, by the way. They were too salty. Agree to disagree. Uh, Way too salty. Hey, let's talk about these games. The first game was not on my list. You ready? uh, Yeah, I I was. I was taking a sip of coffee. You go ahead. Okay. The first game was not on my list. It. It didn't even cross my mind to look at this game. I saw the art and I was like, I don't think this game's for me. It remi- it, when I first saw it, I was like, is this just exploding kittens or what? Uh, and to me, the box art tells a lot about the game most of the time. But, it tells a lot about the game, but this one tells absolutely nothing about the game. It, but it doesn't. This one's a cat in a box because this is like a Schrodinger's paradox, yeah. right? Yeah, Schrodinger's cat. So yeah, it's the yeah. it's the idea that there's a cat in the box and it has been poisoned. And so unless you look in the box, you do not know if the cat is alive or unalive. Okay. And so like it's that is a very like that that is the dilemma. That's the dark part of it. This game deals with none of that. Like you, no. you could you could have almost stripped away all of that and it would not have mattered. But I think it was a pretty interesting theme. Cat in the Box is a trick-taking game, and it is the most unique trick-taking it game is like I've nothing, ever played. Yeah, it's like no other trick-taking game I've ever played. If we're, we say trick-taking games, we're talking hearts or spades, whatever you want to mm-hmm. play there. We're talking, uh, some people say Euchre. Uh, the Crew, the Crew didn't make our list this time, but The Crew is a trick-taking game. Uh, you're trying to play the top card of whatever suit it is. But the thing about this is, you see the cards there, the, they're they're black. yeah. They're, 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 they're the colorless cards. There are, there are no suits. Um, you see on the, the little board above it, there's one through nine, and you play different numbers with different player counts. But there's one through nine, mm. and then there's four of each number on the board, but there are five of each number in the deck. 
And so every time you play down a card, you'll play down the card and then declare what color it is. That's how you say what the suit is. Once you do that, you take one of your little markers and you put it on the board to say, I'm playing the blue three. It has been played. So here's yeah. the here's the major, major, major difference other than the, the other little like nuancey twists and stuff like that. In any other trick-taking game, and it honestly doesn't even matter what it is, most of it is secret information. You can't look yeah. through the pile. Nobody knows what anybody has. Um, you don't know any information, any information about what's going on. With Cat in the Box, there is nothing but information in your face the whole time. You know, you know what cards have been played. You know what hasn't been played in each suit. You just the only thing you don't know is what people have in their hands. That's the only right, information you don't have. have. You yeah. know when somebody's out of a suit because uh, those the little punch boards with the one, two, three on it, that tells you if somebody has taken a marker off of blue that they're out of blue. Well, how can they, somebody be out of blue? They say that they're out of blue. That way, typically, they're trying to like yep. short a suit or the red is actually the, the trump. Yeah. You know, if you play a red, that's the trump. Um, so it definitely, like, there's a lot of mind games in this one. Like it's, it, it, it kind of makes you make stupid decisions more often than not. So um, stupid that I am terrible at this game. At least who I played with, I thought I was playing really wise because in the beginning, <laughs> in, the, in the beginning of the round, you will, you will decide. And it, it varies depending on your player count, like how many tricks you think you're going to win. So in this case, one, two or three, and you'll put a little token on there. If you're able to win the exact amount that you said you're going to win. Mm-hmm. then your score starts to multiply based on where you've placed your yep. your pieces on the other board. So, um, yeah, you get a bonus. So if you, bonus, if yeah. you catch, let's say you bet three and you catch three tricks and three tricks only, then you're going to get those three points plus the largest cluster that you have of where your tokens are on that little mm-hmm. board there. If you don't hit it, <clears throat> it doesn't matter. You still get one point per trick. But if you find yourself at a space where you cannot play, then you actually trigger the paradox. Okay. Yes. And then you go negative however many tricks you took. So I can't say enough good things about this game. I love trick taking games. It's exactly what drew me to the crew and why we can't shut up about it most of the time. But anybody that wants to sit down and play Cat in the Box, I will there will absolutely be several copies of it at at uh, LTN Con in October. So come and mm-hmm. hang out. Um, and I'm going to take it to every one of my game nights. Because I didn't fantastic. pick it up because I was bitter, but I should have picked it up. <laughs> I, didn't, ne- I kept losing over and over. I We played a few different nights and I just like, I couldn't get more than four or five points. And everyone's like, oh, I'm at 21 already. Oh, man, that's great. Oh, this whole thing. Again. <laughs> So, hey, that's Cat in the Box uh, by Bezier Games. Two to five players, 20 to 40 minutes. It says 13 plus, but it's probably accurate, I would say. Uh, Because of complexity. I mean, you might have some smart kids, and that's totally fine. But I I think 13 is a good number. It's a good number. Hey, Al, I want to play Uno All Wilds at LTN Con. Have you seen that? Uno All Wilds. Check it out if you haven't. I haven't played it, but I've seen people play it. It looks fun. Are you ready? Uh, yep. Hey, next one on our list is the longest name for a game. <laughs> Disney's <laughs> Disney Sorcerer's Arena Epic Alliance. Now, this is based on EX Alpha app. Plus. Yeah. Yeah. This is based on the app uh, Sorcerer's Arena, where you're taking Disney licensed characters and you're 
battling against each other. I've had a chance to play this three times uh, over the past couple of days with Margot and with Avon. And this, I would put this as a, a, a mix between, um, between war chest where you're trying to have a little bit of area control. There's a little, there's a little, you can't see on the board or on the screen here. Uh, there's three spots in the middle of the board that have crowns on them. You're trying to kind of control them. And if you control them, you get points, but it's also like a battle. And it kind of reminds me of unmatched a little bit where you're bringing, um, you know, a deck of cards, you, you choose three heroes in a one V one and you'll, they each have 10 cards in their deck and you'll mix them all together and you'll draw from there. You're moving around the board. Uh, you get points, like I said, by controlling those crown locations in the middle of the map, but you also get crowns by defeating, knocking out. They're not technically gone from the game. They get to come back on their turn um, You by defeating them. And each character is worth anywhere between four and, and six crowns. Um, the cool thing about this is it's not like it's my turn and I can play any three of my heroes or villains. It's It has an initiative order that you're, you keep track of along the side of the board. And so, like, it's your turn, but you get to play Ariel. And Ariel gets to do her few actions. And then do it's you your turn. Do you set the order ahead? Or how is initiative? You, you, yeah, you, you do. You each secretly choose who you want on. You secretly choose your order that you want to play your, your heroes in. And each hero has a number on the bottom of theirs. Okay. And then that number determines you, you both reveal, reveal at the same time. Gotcha. Lowest number gets to be first on the initiative track and you go every other on turn order. So super fun game. There's already a couple expansions out there. And I was talking to um, Amanda from the op and she said, yeah, we have 180 characters in the wings that we're going to have ready to go. And I was like, it's too many. She's like, yeah, well, people want <laughs> well, it. She's like, we probably can do three or four expansions every month. And I was like, it's too many. Please don't. So if you're going to get this game, I recommend to, to not Pokemon this thing. Don't try to catch them all because you you will be broke. You Are they going to piecemeal them? That, that, would, that would be the best for uh, me. I don't know what they're going so to do. So that I don't have to buy... If if I wanted to spend fifteen bucks on a character or whatever instead of forty dollars on a set, not mean. Well, it's it. Uh, the expansions were twenty five, and you got three characters, which I think's okay. I mean, that's, that's pretty but reasonable. I, but there's so but there's so many. There's so many, and you just want to make sure you're choosing the ones that you want. So, all right, I'll allow I did. It. I'll allow it. I did get one expansion, I'll which is like a water theme. Davy Jones and Moana and Stitch were in it, and that was cool there was another expansion with um jack skellington and other halloweeny type people i don't i don't i didn't get that one so so how how know. smooth is it play like it's it's fairly easy like you move you attack you do your skill action that's on your card now there are a little bit extras beyond there like if you move you can discard a card to move a little bit more mm-hmm. not like unmatched uh, if you attack you can discard a card to attack one more um, and then each each character has their own like cards and each card will have like some um, text on there. So you can play those cards to do the text as, as long as it's that character's turn. Gotcha. So if, if you have an aerial card in your hand, you can play the aerial card and then do the text on that. And usually it's like attack or move or do some type of special action. Um, it's I, got, like, I got a lot of questions. We don't have time for me to answer to ask any of these questions, but I have, I have a lot of questions about it. I And the, the cool thing about this is they break it up as far as learning it goes into chapters. Like there's a one uh-huh. through four chapter where you can like start with very basic and one 
from what I've heard, if you just play like the very basic with your younger kids, it's a pretty easy pickup. Now with Margo, I was like, Margo, we're going to start at right at chapter four because I feel like you're going to be able to handle it. And she did. It was really like it. If you've played unmatched, if you've played other battling type games, you're going to be totally fine. They don't have decks. Oh, this is my one question. Do they have decks or just, they just have the card. Um, each character has 10 cards. Okay. And then you take, if you're playing one V one, you'll have 30 cards in cause each character has 10 and you shuffle them all together. And then you draw blindly from there. So. I need to not buy this game. I'm sorry. Yeah. It was my, it was my last purchase on Gen Con. And I've been like I looking know. at it for the whole weekend. I was like, don't look at it. Don't look I at it. I freaking don't know. We, we had Bubba very sat down to long conversations about, Oh, how much money is Matt's budget left and all sorts of things. And you literally came out and I was playing a different game and you walked over with two hands full of <laughs> Disney. Sorcerer's it was two Arena boxes. Epic challenge. It was two boxes. Alliance. I hadn't, I I had barely bought anything that weekend, and we'll talk about what I bought later. But uh, <laughs> that's Disney's Sorcerer's Arena Epic Alliance. If you want a taste of it, just download the app. It's free. It's yeah. not exactly the same, but it's you'll get an idea of what you're what you're doing there. So, all right. Uh, next, next game, not Turning Machine, which I had thought it was called the entire time. Yeah, you did. It's Turing Machine. Turing, and that's a real word. Yeah, absolutely it is. So this game is based off of the concept of the 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 actual Turing machine that was invented, you know, one of the one of the first actual computing computers. I know that sounds stupid when I say that, but like this this you could plug things in, you know, codes into the machine and it would solve problems for you. This freaking game does that. And it is bizarre how it works. Like it is, people absolutely are too bizarre. smart. Too smart. You're like, oh, it's a it's a fun little game. No, 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 sweetie, it's not. This game is difficult, and you need a puzzly mind to be able to do it. Because what you're doing is you're trying to crack a three digit code in this game. And the way that you do that is you grab a blue, a yellow, and a purple punch card from that from that box up there and then you take it and you check the code say you have you know one one three five whatever you're going to take that line them up put them on top of each other and then you're going to take one of those square cards on the on the bottom of the deck there that you can see on the table you're going to take one of those square cards and check it against the question that it's asking i'm not even going to try and explain all of the questions okay because they're they're smart brain, big brain questions, all right? Your IQ, this is going to test your IQ. This whole freaking test, this game. It's a really hard game to explain. It's an aptitude test. It really is. And you're trying to guess the code in as few tries as you can, <clears throat> all right? So one yeah. of the guesses are, you may have, you know, like I said, one, one, four, five or whatever. And it may tell you, uh, you know, square is greater than or equal to three, like that may be some and of the you questions. You take your little sheet and you mark down, oh, square, which is typically the middle number, yep. is the middle number. Yeah, typically every greater time. than three. Yep. So you'll then write that on your sheet like, oh, and now I know that it needs to be greater than three. And it, chances are you're not, they say you will not get the code on the first go. Uh, the fastest I've seen it gotten was after two rounds. And that was like a really easy scenario. Yeah. Um, our very own library night here. 
She yes. got it into. Yeah. She got it. But after we stopped and like looked at it a little more, she just had it before we did. We had all the same information, but we stopped and we're like, I bet this is it. And then we got yeah, it too. I got it's it just, immediately on the next one. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's like, it's basically like a, like a computer. It's a freaking computer. People are too smart. And this game, it doesn't make sense in my brain how they made it, but then you, you can play it and it's a fun game. So on and each are, one of the cards you see there on the, like on the edge. So the, there's the middle board that tells you, you know, A, B, C, D, E, F. Okay. That's just kind of a, a that's just the spider, right? Like that's, that's the, the matrix itself. And then you've got uh, the card that comes off of that, the horizontal card. That's the, that's the question that's being answered. Okay. And then the card off of that, it has different colors on it. You match the colors. Okay. So if you want to play the purple side, that's a whole nother, that's a whole nother game. You want to play the blue or the yellow side. That's a whole nother game. And the crazy thing about it is that there, I don't remember exactly how many there are out of the box, like questions to be answered, how many codes there are, maybe 25, maybe 50. I don't remember off the top of my head, but there are 7 million. If you go online, like there is a Turing, a Turing machine, like website that you can go to. And you can randomize oh. it and it, it just gives you a brand new scenario. It tells you what cards to put out and all sorts of stuff. And then you check it against checking against that seven million. This game, so many. you could you could play it. You could play it every hour for the rest of your life and not even scratch <clears throat> the surface of of how many code so combinations much. there are. Uh, looking in the chat here, it's from, is it like the inventor, Alan Turing? Which yes. makes so much sense. Yes, that's exactly that. that's exactly what this is. It's based off of that machine. It is the Turing machine, the game, not and the turning machine. Not that 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 would be like a, a carousel would be a turning it machine. Would be like a, a car, a lazy Susan. Oh, okay, I got you. A machine <laughs> that turns. So this was one of the games uh, that I told you. Like I, I didn't see it really popping up anywhere, and maybe it did, but I just didn't see it popping up anywhere. But it was it completely sold out. Like just. Off the yeah, shelf. Was, yeah, Bubba was sad because they, they opened the door seven minutes early and Bubba was going to run over and grab a copy and then they were gone. I will say mm-hmm. that Gen Con did that a lot. They opened, they opened the doors early. And so I was caught talking to exhibitors before the, the show opened. <clears> and <throat> I mean, they rushed in, right. rushed in and I missed it. So, yep. yeah. The hey, turnip, so that's from Turnip Machine. Le Scorpion Musk, one to four players. Yeah, it was like 20 action. minutes. 14 plus on the age. Uh, There you go. That's Turing machine. It comes out in November. So officially. Yeah. Yeah. So pre pre pre-order now. Uh, Next up is Acropolis. And this actually was in the same booth as Turing machine. Mm -hmm. uh, Just on the other side of it. Now this game is from Giga Mike. Two to four players, 20 to 30 minutes, ages eight plus. This is a, the best way for me to describe this game is if you've played king domino this is like the next step in king domino where king domino you're laying tiles and connecting them and trying to match um certain colors and certain regions with each other this you're going to be able to take this these polyominoes and you're also laying them out trying to get certain combinations but you're able to then stack them on top of each other um you can see here in in the photo there are different colors there are some with stars upon thars there are some with (laughs) out stars upon thars uh and each color is going to score you points in a different way. So 
blue i can't remember the exact way it works but blue yeah, i think I is don't like remember either. the cl- the largest cluster yellow is like solo silo ones orange red is like ones that are on the outside of the board but you're not able to score those points unless you have stars on the board on so in this case there's one two three blue stars and then one two three four five six seven so in this case you'd score 21 points with the blues if they're a cluster combination yeah uh, pretty like simplistic like but overall like can be challenging just trying to find the right combination um, because the way each round works is you're going to lay out if you're playing three players you lay out four uh, i think it's four four of those tiles and then you're purchasing them so the first one's zero all the way up to uh three three monies or slate or rock or whatever they called it yeah and you're that's your to, currency in the that's game your currency and you're able to purchase or just take the free one um and it all slide down as as people purchase them. Uh, really, like it it's, was. I honestly, I went back to get it too, and it was gone. It was I was gone. like, I should have picked it up. <laughs> like I'm an idiot. Like the, Bob and I are trying to be better about uh, how we spend our first couple of days at a convention because usually in the past we've just gone and then spent filled all of our we spent bags. all of our money, filled our bags, and on the first day, and then we're like. Well, I guess we're just going to walk around now. So we're trying to be wiser <laughs> about the games that we purchase and when we purchase them. So yeah. this one, thinking it wasn't going to sell out, like Turing Machine, it's they sold out. And you can't get them right now. Well, actually, yeah. I think you can get this one. But you cannot get Turing Machine until, like Bubba said, October. So um, if you need a step-up game from, from King Domino or you're just kind of bored with that, like and you, you want a little bit more, this is your game right here. Uh, super fun. Not, not even... Not that expensive either, uh, which I thought was great. Uh, I think it was maybe thirty. Nah, that sounds about right. I, I mean the 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 cardboard was pretty quality, and yeah, honestly, it, it was just it's it's what you see here, plus like a scoring sheet and <clears throat> little gray cubes. Like there wasn't a whole lot to the game. No. Um and. Yeah, once you get past the the mechanic of like how it builds up and you can't overhang and how you actually get stuff, how you actually get the currency, the stone, like it's the game. I should I, I'm kicking myself because I should have bought it because these are the kinds of games that I get to table more often than not. And so, a game that you can teach in yeah. two minutes. Uh, um, I pronounced gig, gig and Mike wrong, but I tell me how to spell it. Tell me how to say it because I in my brain that's how I say it. Uh, and don't yeah, worry, be phonetic. Yeah, don't don't worry. Uh, I think a lot of people spend their money that first day. I'm just like my my game room is absolutely jam packed full. So I'm trying to be wise about which ones I'm going to actually get the table and play. And this would have been one of them. And I well, think I mean, all the ones in these lists would have been. You and I are constantly talking about culling our collection. And so like we have to admit. we have to be careful about the games that we bring in. <clears throat> yeah. Um, but I mean, honestly, this would have been a great game for the LTN library. Yeah. You know, yep, we'll get absolutely. It. It'll, yeah, it'll we're, join it. We're working on uh, building an LTN library that we can travel to places. We'll have a lo- uh, here in New Albany. We'll have a local community area where you can come in yep. and check them out and take them home or play them on on site. So, if you're watching Chicken and you're it. a developer or you're you're yep. working for a company and you want to send games to the game library, let us know. We can talk. Yep. I mean, you know, Matt at lovethatnerd.com. Uh, cool. That's a crop list. Next one, I wasn't on my list again. Wasn't on my list at all, but we at all. I didn't even know it existed. Didn't know it existed. No, nope. we went to the J- JW Marriott after the convention uh, floor closed after dinner and played some games with friends. 
And one of our friends uh, brought out Doodle Dash from Chillafox Games. It's yeah. three to seven players, 15 to 20 minutes, age of 10 plus. You could probably do less than 10 uh, honestly, yeah. if, they can, if they can draw. Um, but uh, the quick ahead, pitch on this is basically yeah. just one withdrawing with a speed mechanic built into it. So if you're familiar yeah. with just one, somebody holds up a card. Well, I like that one. That's right there. They pick a number and then people write a word down and you got to try and, you know, that that refers back to that word. And mm-hmm. with all of the things going on, you have to guess the word. OK, this is. Every somebody holds up the card in front of them, they can't see the, the, the words on it. They pick a number and then everybody starts drawing as fast as they can. As fast. So and, in this, in this case right here, that frog is too good. But well, I, it probably wasn't the first drawing, right? Like that, right. Yeah. So whenever somebody thinks that they have it enough that the person can guess it, there's a there's like a a, a yellow cylinder, cylinder yeah. in the middle of the, the the table. They just grab it, and then the next person that that gets it because the game's not over yet. The next person that gets it and thinks that they have it, they grab a die that only has it's a it's a d six and it only has one red hand on it on one side and they roll until they get that red hand. And then they say, stop. And once they do that, then the first person flips it over and you know, the person guessing has their eyes closed. So they don't see this. Then they open their eyes and they look at that first person's monstrosity of whatever they drew. And they'll say, Oh, is that pajamas? Absolutely. Yeah. 100% is pajamas. And if they get it, then that person gets a point that guessed it. And the person that drew it gets a point. If not, mm-hmm. it goes on to the person with the die. And if they guess it, there, it's the same thing. If they don't guess it on the first two people, then it goes to everybody else gets to show theirs. And the person gets to guess based on all the information that they have. And on that third one, everybody else that, that drew that was a part of that gets a point, And so does the other person. And the first two people don't. It's like these party games are just perfect. Yep. We played this with Manny Tremblay, okay, of Dice Throne. He does all the Mr. art for Dice Throne. <laughs> Mr. Artist of Dice Throne, yeah. And we absolutely stomped him out. Like, that was just my crowning. That was my crowning achievement was to get higher points than than Manny. I couldn't, honestly, I was I was behind. Okay, I won on, on somewhat of a technicality because they said the last one was worth three points. And I, but what, I jumped Manny at, cheated. Well, you for cheated. You. For you. you. Cheated. How did you, I cheat? Bubba would would draw him like, eh? Eh? <laughs> I forgot. Eh? Yeah, that was a long uh, night. I forgot about that. Oh, Andy, let me know if you want to give some games to the game library. Just me up. Oh yes, please. Uh, yeah, that's right. If I if I win, it's a good game. Um, <laughs> no, but it was fun. I was behind. And I ended up winning, so it was it was good. It's, I think you have to play the right people too. But I think um, if you like. Party games, or if you like, ju- we talked about just one. Just one is basically the yeah. same, the same thing. You're not drawing; you're writing a word, and the person's not looking and trying to guess what the the secret word is. So, uh, yeah, just no. This is Doodle Dash. Doodle Dash. Just Dash Doodles. Just yep. Doodles Dashes. All right, next one on our list. Uh, you've probably heard of something similar to this: Gloomhaven or Jaws of the Lion. Yeah, I have been avoiding playing. Frosty because I, I backed it and I'm waiting for it to, to show up. Uh, if you don't know what Gloomhaven is or Frosthaven is, it's a massive, massive dungeon crawler leveling up system. Imagine like D&D, the board game, 
with a 23 pound box that shows up at your door. And I, this one actually frost even might be more, more, uh, have more it's weight bigger. to it than yeah. it's bigger. So I know Gloomhaven was, you know, 23 pounds of like massiveness. Cramming. And so we had a chance to chat with one of the, the ladies who, was working the Frost Haven booth. Who yeah, was cosplayer. Cosplay extraordinaire. Yeah. Uh, and she said that we should hop in on a demo. And I was like, I don't, I'm trying to avoid spoilers here. And she's like, oh, don't worry. This is a like a one-off scenario. You won't, there's no spoilers. You only get to see some of the new characters. Uh, and it was awesome. It was so awesome. I've played a lot of Glo- Gloomhaven, played through Jaws the Lion. Uh, so like, I knew what to expect. Now, Bubba, you have only played gloomhaven one time i played i would say like 0.5 times uh we started that the initial gloomhaven campaign where you're like in the dungeon you know right there at the very beginning of it we we did not have a like a very intuitive group people weren't like even interested in playing I would say like they purchased it. So they were like interested, but not interested <clears throat> enough to learn the system, which does take some time because Gloomhaven plays different than any other game I've ever played. Uh, and so we made a lot of mistakes and things felt really clunky. And then we never came back to, we didn't even finish that room um, like that, that initial tutorial uh, scenario, mm. but this you, you, I'm sorry. You did say Gloomhaven, not Jaws of the Lion, right? Glo- I have Jaws of the Lion. But it was Gloomhaven Prime. It was Gloomhaven. Yeah. Okay. This Frosthaven, and we played the scenario that we played was, I, I mean, the whole thing's made up. But this was completely made up. It was a non-spoiler uh, mission scenario. Right? Yeah. Um, and so it was good because you could just go and do the thing, and you know whatever. And it was fantastic. Like it was playing so with people who knew what the heck they were doing could explain any question I had on the card or in any engagement. We even had great. to correct the person demoing to us because they were trying to, to tell us something wrong. But like, actually, I'm pretty sure like it's this way. But yeah, we, well, we because right. you guys have played nine thousand years. I played a lot. Of, of, I played through one full campaign of Gloomhaven, one almost full campaign of Gloomhaven, another one, and then I played through Jaws of the Lion. Now. I see in the chat here, some of you have not played it and then you want to get to the table. I would 100% recommend starting with Jaws of the Lion. Oh, it's 20 yeah. to 25 scenarios. They've streamlined the setup. They've streamlined the experience completely. Um, it is so fun. And if it, if Jaws of the Lion came out after Gloomhaven Prime did, uh, so I'm guessing that Frosthaven will be very similar to it Jaws felt, of the Lion. It felt smooth. It did. Yep. It really did. And I really um, liked, I really liked having basically a DM for Gloomhaven, like Frosthaven. Yep. We, the, mm. the, the guy that we were demoing with actually, he like makes terrain and all sorts of stuff. Like oh, he has so a business that does. It was gorgeous. Mm. And so he was like, he played the monsters and that was great. Like that was fantastic. Nobody had to worry about upkeep or anything like that. He just walked us straight through everything. Like, yep. Hey, we're he doing this now. We're down. doing this. Yep. Da, da, da. It was yep. great. It was great. So Frosthaven, I think, is coming out sometime this fall. It's definitely coming uh, out sometime, yeah. Yeah, it, they, I know things have pushed, you know, shipping, there's delays, there's production delays. So I think fall is the targeted date. Uh, but legit, you can find Frosthaven for, not Frosthaven, you can find Jaws of Lion for pretty dang oh, cheap. Oh, you can I think pick it up at Target. I think it was that Target for $15 not yeah. long ago. I'm, I don't think it still is, but you can find it cheap online. I would 
if you want a dungeon crawling, like build your character up, level them up type of, of adventure, recommend that. And then get ready for Frosthaven. Well, so, and you can uh, take your Jaws of the Lion characters into Gloomhaven and or Frosthaven. And yep, so like absolutely. just carry that progression on. So uh, this is from Cephalofair Games, one to four players. I have played solo before. It is still very fun. 30 to 120 minutes. That is very accurate. <laughs> it could be anywhere in there. Uh, it says 14 plus, but I think that's probably pretty. Ours accurate. was an hour. An hour? We, yeah. We played in an hour. It really depends on how uh, how much analysis paralysis. I guess before forty five. I guess. So, uh, cool. That's Frosthaven. Next up, neither of us got to play this game. This is Twilight Inscription from Fantasy Flight Game. We neither of us got to play this, but we both have experienced um, Twilight Imperium for many times in the past, and so I, this was mm, kind of the hotness. I've watched people experience it. Well, you've had enough experience that way. Yeah, you've I, had, I, had a better I'm, I'm be real. Twilight Imperium Ti four, real Ti any number really uh, is not on my list. Of, is is on my list of games that I've, I'm just not interested in playing. Um, that is a I game that is if like people really want to squarely not for me. I here's the deal. I got to really be trying to love somebody well, like I mean real well. To sit down and play well, a game of TI. I have loved one Christopher Gwaltney a total of three times by playing this game. Right I don't now. know that I'm there yet with him. You know, like. Well, after two hours, I was really angry. But, um, <laughs> yeah. uh, uh, but, but this is basically the roll and write for, for Twilight Imperium. That is yep. that that's kind of what it boils down to. Um, it is as complex as it looks. That's that's about what I can tell you, Matt. You were saying uh, that it kind of reminds you of Sonora from Pandasaurus. Just, yeah, different different areas, like different quadrants that happen when you do different things. Yeah. Um, this is a like this is a roll and write. This is still an up to two hour long roll and write. So this is a deep deep roll and write. And I, this, I'm not sure this is a roll and write. It's more of a flip and write. I actually don't remember seeing any dice. Did you? I. I, I honestly did not even get close enough to. You didn't oh, I, I examined it when I we thought. were when we were standing next to it. I was actually talking to the Delps from Tantrum House. Oh, okay. Uh, but if you like Twilight Imperium, or you want, yeah, there are dice. I lied. Um, if you Flip like Twilight you Imperium, um, and you want something similar to it, but not nine hours long, this could be your jam. This definitely was the hotness. There were yes, only diet, a few Twilight copies Imperium. every day. Um, Oh, yeah, there are only a few copies give away every day. Yeah, like so legitimately, there there were there were like exhibitors, influencers <laughs> that didn't get a copy of this game because they just couldn't. Like that's how that's how like in demand it was. I'm so, guessing it'll be out for the mass market here shortly because they had it there. Yeah, um, and I mean the odds of this actually being at LTN Con, I guess depending on when it releases, are fairly high. So. Yeah. If yeah. it's out, it'll be there. You guys can sit down and play it and let us know what you think. Because, yeah. hey, Matt and I don't have to play every game, and we can. We don't. I want you to tell me what to play. Yeah. Sometimes. And, I'll, but, and you tell Matt what to play, and he's going to play uh, Disney's Street Fighter EX Sorcerer, Alpha. Yes. Yeah. Sorcerer City. Yeah. Turbo. Uh, yeah, Fancy Flight Games, one to eight players. Like I said, up to two hours, 90 to 120 minutes, 14 plus. So uh, peep it. Make it happen. Hmm. Let us know what you think. Next up on the list is Scout. Now, this is one of the purchases I made. Uh, this is from Oink Games. It's two to five players. It's only 15 minutes long. This is a... Easy peasy. Very quick, easy game. I, I don't have a ton to talk to say about it, um, but you have a, a hand of cards in your hand. You're trying to lay out either similar numbers or consecutive numbers. 
but you can't rearrange your hand. So you're going to be taking from your hand and your hand will then shrink and you'll be adding to your hand. So once you add them, you've added them. Also important to notice that the bottom of the card also has numbers on it. So you can put them in your hand either or uh, either way. So it kind of like gives a little bit of a a difference. Um, Oink games make a bunch of like small box games. Like this one is probably like four by two, five by three, somewhere in there, like pretty Five by two, probably a five by two and a half, I'd say. Some by uh, some, yeah. Yeah, definitely an easy game to throw in your bag. Um, are these the same people that make uh, Fake Artist no. Goes to New York? Oh, Not yes, yes, they are. Yes, they yeah. are. More than the other say. I, th- I thought you were going to say uh, the octopus crash because I asked that and the answer was no, that's not, no. that's not them. Well, they make this game. And if you need a quick, easy game, I think this one ran $20, like, that's kind of a lot, but the, it's very qual. It's a quality. It is, it is a lot game. for for what it is. It's a card game. Yeah, quality small game. Um, but this was also yeah. one of the hotness. Like, no joke. Yeah. They do deep sea adventure. They do uh, fake artist goes to New York. Yeah, uh, yeah, just a bunch of different games that people love. So, if you want a small box game to you know travels well, this could be your jam. <laughs> it, 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 yeah. Play it and let us know what uh, you think. Please. Uh, okay, next one up. USPS, the Great American Mail Race. This one was on our list for, well, for a lot of reasons because uh, Silver's own husband here works at the post office. We yep. want to make sure we, we had a chance to look at this. I have received mail before, so I wanted <gasps> what, to see how it was done. What a, what a shocker. <laughs> on a board game. Uh yeah, Bubba, you had a chance to play this a couple times, right? Oh, man. One, or at least one and a half times, sort of. I this this game excited me way more than it should have. So first of all, the booth for this game oh, yeah. was a mail truck, um, yep. and I was like, "Oh, that's pretty cool." Where are the games? The games were in the back of the well, mail truck. We walked up to the booth, and you're like, "Oh, they must not be selling yeah. it because I didn't see it anywhere." But they were in they the were back. There. Of the mail they were there the whole time. Right there in front of us. And so, yeah, they were actual legitimate mail uniforms, too. And this game is licensed by the United States Postal Service. And you're like, well, that's kind of weird. Why would anybody do that? I don't know. I I don't have the answer to they, that. Because they can't keep raising the prices of stamps, okay? But I, well, yes, actually, they can. I mean, they can, but yeah. they don't want to. This, this to game should have came with uh, it. Should have came with a sheet of forever stamps. Forever that's stamps. what it should have done. That, that that's right what it should have done. That's the promo you get it at the con. You get a sheet of forever stamps. Yeah. Um, oh instead, gosh. I got stickers and a plush potato, which I'm not mad at. <laughs> fine, fine. <laughs> but this game, um, you're you're basically you are the United States Postal Service, and you're like picking up and delivering letters and parcels um, and you pick up postcards along the way, different routes that you can take. It's, it's kind of um, uh, a ticket to ride esque, but there's a lot more like public information about where people mm. are going, what they're doing. Yeah. I didn't get a chance to play. I watched a little bit. I was, uh, I was chatting. And there are different ways that you can go. So you see there on the cover, there's the pony express, there's train, there's a mail truck, Uh, There's also hot air balloons, rockets, all sorts of stuff. It's gnarly, the stuff that you can do. And the game is super fun because you get like a little, uh, your score sheet is a little mail ticket. And that Mm, blue mailbox there is a punch. And so when you finish something, 
you punch it and you get a little red check and it's so satisfying. It feels good. It's yeah. so satisfying. I loved this game. I I even went, I had questions about some of the stuff. And so I went back to the booth later and sat down and did a demo with, uh, you know, one of their, one of the people that was doing the demo there and talked with them about strategy for this game. And it just, I, I love it. Like this is, it's the right weight for, for people that I play games with. Yeah. Um, severely under, you know, the Gloomhaven kind of kind of bar. This is about the same. But it, yeah, okay, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. The great American Gloomhaven. And so <laughs> but it but it's high enough that there is strategy involved, you know. And so I I don't know. I love this game. Um we several of us came home with this game. Yeah. And, several of us did. Uh August twentieth, Aaron and I will be playing it live here on Twitch for you all. Um, we would love to give you a in-depth look at the game, hang out with you because co-op co-optional is coming back. Yeah. We're going to be doing a bi-weekly 8 PM Eastern daylight time. Are we on daylight standard or whatever we're on. Well, daylight, we're on, we're on daylight, Eastern right. time. Uh, EDT. We'll come at you every other week. So prepare your bodies for that. We'll make sure you get more information out there for that. Uh, yeah. And a pretty good price. Oh, you paid 30. I paid 25. Yeah. <laughs> I got well, it on you Sunday. You could have paid it. Oh, was it 25? That was 20 on Sunday. Whatever. I paid the, I paid bottom dollar for it. Whenever it was. Okay, yeah. Luke got it for 25. You got it for 20. Congratulations. Yeah. Well, and then uh, like we had a whole case of it because <clears throat> Keymaster did trades and I came, I, I walked over to the booth and Kyle key of Keymaster was like, Oh, you bought that? I could have just given you one. <laughs> I've got a whole case yeah. of them. Whoops. It's like, well, thanks for the heads up. Uh, so hey, that is uh, USPS, the Great, Amer- <laughs> the great, great American Mail, Mail Race. Uh, Big Potato makes this game two to four players, forty-five minutes, ages ten plus. Mm, bless up. So, How about much this one? More of that. This right here, I, I honestly, I should have told you uh, to maybe put a photo of us with Bigfoot. On oh here. yeah, yeah. Maybe next time. Yeah, next time. Next uh, time. Hey, this is Bigfoot roll and smash and it's exactly like it sounds you are creating a a track a run uh a monster truck run with different obstacles jumps smashes crashes drive-bys so much fun not those kind of drive-bys like just like you're you're driving Driving by by, you just drive by things yeah (laughs) got it uh so you're you're making a, a run uh on this track here and you're moving your, your Bigfoot truck or snake bite or whoever else, not grave digger. Don't get any ideas. No, no, no. And the Bigfoot uh, family, the Bigfoot family is, and I don't think you can see it on here, Bubba, the, the wheels. No, it, this is just the gif of the, the board setup. So this is the board setup, but the, the awesome thing about this game is it, you're not rolling dice. Yeah, go ahead, Bubba. Grab it. I'll, I'll oh, keep it's right talking. Here. It's right here. You're not rolling dice. You're rolling something else. And this is the this is the first time I've, ever, I've ever seen. Boxes. Yeah, the box is thing. massive. I did not expect it to be that big. It's not quite Gloomhaven size, but it's huge. Oh, not uh, that, dude. Yeah. You're rolling something else. Bubba's going to show you. You're rolling tires. You're rolling tires as your dice, as your, as your placement. So you're able to roll four of these giant monster truck tires. Uh, they're squishy. They're awesome. Uh, 
you, in whatever you roll, it's depending on how many cards you're able to play, how much uh, currency you have uh, to purchase different um, ramps or uh, 360s or 180s or, or whatever. Um, I know that buildup was is huge. I was just waiting. Uh, it was so much fun. It was it was awesome. The little monster truck pieces are. Yep, there you go. Thank you, Bubba. You want to zoom up on you? Zo- you do that. We'll, uh, I don't we'll, have we'll it. Messing up. up. No, never maybe, mind. Maybe tomorrow. Zo- do this on your screen. Do. <laughs> you zoom up. Here, let me get because uh, That's what it's all about. Yeah the the game is just so much fun. It's like um one of those um what do you call like program you're programming your run yeah uh there there it is old bigfoot that's that's not the bigfoot that's like one of the different bigfoots right no it's mr bigfoot mr the bigfoot yeah i think that is different this, bigfoot. this was the one that was there oh really maybe i'm wrong then i have the smaller too one many. there's but too like, many big feet i mean look at how detailed that is i don't want i'm not a, i don't want to be a mark but also like these things it's it's like squishy like it's yeah. that's what he was he was telling us was that like the the plastic <clears throat> that they use is like a rubberized plastic and so it, it feels really good in your hand it doesn't feel harsh it's still sturdy but like it's it's got give to it yeah. and so which makes sense because when you when you see monster trucks go they're like they're all over the place they're they're rubbery plastic <clears throat> yeah yeah they're plastic <laughs> <laughs> yeah there are two different versions there's like one that yeah, um, there's the like La- lady bigfoot or something like that yeah maybe that was the expansion i can't remember there are more there's more coming there's absolutely more coming from this game um and this will be one that we'll cover coming up in the future here as well whether that's yeah there you go i think yeah. i think one's i think the one on the right's the bigfoot the other one is bigger foot i one's, need to look this up well one of them's what? older I'm not look a monster in, truck boy. I said, look, see you in later, the, boy. look, look in the instructions. If you have them, they'll tell you. Uh, yeah, but there, we'll have coverage of this coming up, whether it's Aaron and I or Anna and Bubba. We'll, we'll make it's this happen. Make sure. So it won't be you me. Goof? It'll be Anna and Bubba. You coming well, it depends over? On when we, it depends on when we do it. If you brought it here during LTN con, um, the smaller, small one is regular Bigfoot. There you go. And the <laughs> other one is like, no, Mega Bigfoot. It's something else like Bigfoot 1986 or Bigfoot. I can't it's remember the name. Venomized Bigfoot. Anyways, this is from yeah. XYZ Game Lab Incorporated. One to four players, 45 to 75 minutes, ages eight plus. Bubba and I actually tied on the play, but he ended up, he got the tiebreaker because he did more 360s in his final run. So congratulations to Bubba. Yeah. So uh, if you want to win, just do 360s. Venom, Venom, Snake, Snake, Venom. I was thinking bite. I was thinking bite. bite. Yeah. Okay. Uh, all right. Hey, next one right here. I didn't get a chance to play, but this was on my list to check out. I was chatting. Uh, Venn, like a Venn diagram. Yeah. As it's from you the can op- see. Two to, two to 99 players, which I'm not sure how they do that. That many, but. Oh, it doesn't. Because do it, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter, but can you really get 99 people around a table watching you put? No, no, no. So, like, for instance, if you wanted to to play online or with a room of people, um, you could do that. It's going to get super chaotic and and whatever. Um, Like, Uh if you just wanted people to, hey, when you have it, buzz in or whatever. Like, you could could do that. 
Um, but basically what happens is you've got this tracker. You see it on the right-hand side, you know, 1 through 12. That just tells you there are words associated with each one of those numbers on the cards. And so you're going to have a card in front of you that has three words on it, three numbers rather. And then you you try and get people to guess those words by taking these gobbledygook fever dream cards and placing them down in different spots. So think of a Venn diagram. Venn diagrams, if you don't know, they overlap, right? So like Mm -hmm. things are shared. So you can put things in the blue, squarely in blue. That's only, this only represents this one card. So you establish the three different words as best you can in those different areas. And you can keep playing cards until people guess stuff. Once you've established that, then you can do overlap between the two. Hey, this does this talks about the blue word and the red word, blue word and the magenta word rather. And then you can also do that with all three of the colors. And if there's one that does all three of them, you can put it right there in the middle. And so there are you can have a bunch of cards out there. We didn't get that far cuz we didn't need to. But some of those words get pretty difficult. Like I had dull as one of my words. Mm. And there's so much going on on every card. It's kind of hard to to get dull. But the right. beauty is, is that people can see all those words on the side. So it's a really fantastic party game um, that has a little bit of thinking involved in it. Uh, but I love those. I, lo- I, lo- I love those those games that are like social deduction and stuff like that. Um, this is very Mysterium to me. Scratches a very similar itch oh, that yeah. Mysterium does. Yeah. Because as I'm laying the cards down, I can't talk. I can't say jack or squat. I can't even nod when somebody says the word. The way that I let people know that the thing that they said about that was that was correct is I do not put another card down on top of that one. Right. Unless somebody says something stupid and changes, you know, the word. Um, but it's fun. Played it. I don't necessarily recommend playing with strangers. This is not a game for strangers. <laughs> you did um, really well, though. Yeah. But it was fun. I, I loved it. Um, it was really great. And I would recommend this is from the op. Um, yep. fantastic game. I almost picked it up. I was like this close to picking it up, but it's good that I didn't because if I had picked it up, it would not have fit in my bag. Um, so yep. providential. We have several games from the op on yeah. this list. They're kind of doing, can... doing great here and we yeah. got a couple more games to get through. So we're going to kind of, we're not going to rush through these, but yeah, we're, we're, we're going to land the plane here. Yep. Hey, next game. We, we've spoken about this one before. Uh, it, green Team Wins. We finally got it. I only got a copy of it because it took forever. It just kept selling out and it sold out again. Again. Uh, but we went so, day one. Yeah, we went day one. We got a fanny pack. That That's the first game not, I bought. It was the first game I bought as well. Uh yeah, the first game I bought as well. I did get a promo. Chad, I tried to get you a promo, but they were sold out. Uh, I got I got a promo. You got that promo? I got two of them. Oh, no, no, I'm not talking about that promo. I'm talking about um, Marvel oh, United. Okay. Did you get that promo? No, I got that promo. I gave it to you. Yeah, someone else had to ask me for it. Yeah. Really. Chad, sorry, I was going to give you a promo, but it didn't work out. Sorry. Uh, anyways, we're not talking about that game. We're talking about <laughs> Green Team Wins. This is a party game from 20th, 25th Century Games, 3 to 12 players. 15 minutes long, ages 10 plus. You can play it with younger kids because I have already <laughs> at home. Uh, as long as they can write or write a number, uh, you're good to go. So the way this is going to work, there's going to be 
You're, you're going to choose, I think, three or four um, cards from each of these categories, best of three, this or that, or fill in the and, and fill in the blank. You'll shuffle them. You'll flip a card out and you will say, hey, what flavor should green be? And then everyone secretly will write lime, apple, watermelon. Now, this isn't necessarily what you think the answer sh- should be. Like, in my case, if when I hear green, I think green should be lime. But I would agree. I'm going to suppose that it's possible all of you in the chat would say apple. So I'm going to write apple because I want to be on the majority team. Yep. And if you're on the majority team, surprise, you're on the green team and you get a surprise. If you already were on the green team from the previous round for previous turn, you get two points and that's the game. Like it is so like straightforward, easy, funny, uh, it's good stuff. Yeah. I like it. I, I We've been playing it. You can make this up. You don't necessarily... <clears throat> that's the beauty of a game like this. You don't necessarily need the game in order to play the game. But it helps, and you should go buy it because the prompts that they have in there are wonderful and great and fantastic. Um, but this game is is absolutely a part of my everyday every game night repertoire because you can play with a billion people um yeah you can play with more than 12 i think 12 is what it says but we played a couple conventions ago where that's how many we, dry race boards are in the right we were like drawing on the table because it was yeah. like a plastic tablecloth uh <laughs> it was fine uh yeah. but absolutely worth i think it was 25 dollars. oh yeah I mean, there, are, there are tons of cards yeah chad and, was saying that they they cannot the 25th century chat was saying that they cannot keep it in stock. Like they're actually having to, you know, short other orders for distributors just to have copies for like conventions and yeah. stuff like that. So, yep. and if you order it from the, the website, which looks like silver did, you will get a copy of it. They're, those are, they're prioritizing yep. those orders. So absolutely. And get a fanny um, pack. Cause they're freaking dope. Yeah. I'm a, I'm a fanny pack guy now. But Aaron told me I should wear it over my shoulder, like on my back. No, if I don't want to wear it around my family. Derek was doing that, and he, he was, and I kind of liked it. No, don't. You got to be the change you want to see in the world, Matthew. I am. Okay, I am. I'm gonna try it. I'm gonna try it both ways. Uh, Chad, I'm sorry. It was a juggernaut. The promo was a was juggernaut guy, as juggernaut. a as a good guy you could play. Yeah. Like it has all of his promo cards. I I went back to get you one. But Chad, don't please stop pretending like you're gonna play that game. Okay, you would so. never be juggernaut, right? Mm-mm. On the juggernaut. Hey, we have one more on our list here of 13 games that we, that caught our eye at Gen Con. Gen Con. And, and you already know. As a surprise to no one, it's the crew. No, it's Marvel. <laughs> Marvel Dice Throne. Marvel Dice Throne from the op. This is game number three from the op slash Roxley. Uh, two to six players, 20 to 40 minutes, ages eight plus. Um, Bubba, you were saying that. No, you you and I we've we've loved Dice Throne for many a moons here, many. many moons. But you you were saying that you're you're finding it easier to get people interested in Dice Throne because of the characters in Marvel Dice Throne. I I've I've got a very bold statement about Marvel Dice Throne, and I think that at present Ooh. this is the final form of Dice Throne. Right? Um, like I I think that this. It plays well. I know there are a lot of people are, that are like, oh, it's, it's broken. It's unbalanced. I've played a lot of Marvel things that have Marvel licensed in different areas. Um, 
and those characters are just crazy overpowered and broken and you don't get to play them against other things this you can you absolutely can play it against the other characters from uh you know marvel dice throne uh you know seasons one and two and and all that stuff like it's one of those deals where people want to play as thor they want to play as miles morales so if i'm like hey do you want to play do you want to play source yeah i do do you want to play uh you know pyromancer and uh treant and they're like no i don't i don't think that i do actually that Yeah. yeah people that know the game and know the mechanics are like heck yeah i want to play all the characters i want to try that but if I'm like, hey, do you want to do you want to play Thor versus Black Panther? They're like, I thought you would never ask. Um, and so it's just so easy. Every time I've played that, and I played a lot of dice throwing with people. Let me be real. Over the years, I've played a lot of dice throwing with people. This has been the easiest for me to get to table because the MCU rules the universe right now. It's it's it, it's the biggest thing in this multiverse, mm-hmm. and so. Mm-hmm. Getting this to table is not difficult and people I've seen will stick with the game to the end or longer if they're having a hard time with it because of the character and the world that it's in and all that stuff. And so it's super great. Um, And I think that this was very, a a very smart move on Roxley Dystone's part to do this. Um, And it's just so smooth, man. I like every one of the characters. I, there's not one that I've been like, that's ah, that. I haven't had a chance to play Black Widow yet. Oh, she's fun, dude. Is she need to make she's that fun. Uh, she's if, you are, if you are coming to LTNCon, we do have a couple of copies to give away the Kickstarter copies to give away. Are we giving um, them away or are they um, part of our library? Because we need to keep at least one we of have them in the library. library. We have one in the library. Okay. Yeah. <clears throat> We're good. Uh, Chad, it was the full kickstarter version of the game you can get there yeah at least that's what it looked like thor's hammer was the oh yeah it was it was the full hammer. full battle box all that yep. stuff and they had all of the cool bells and whistles there too they were showing off the metal dice for krampus they had oh, they were they dice were trays nice. sleeves all the stuff those dice um go, go to go goat ghost goat i don't know who you are i don't recognize your screen name who are you if you luke taught luke taught you to play at gen con Oh, yeah. Yeah, okay. I'm glad he did. Do you know who it is? I do. Okay, well, tell me if you want yeah, to. I'll tell you later. Okay. Uh, hey. Get did we get game. to the end? It's so fun. I think that's it. Did we do it? I think so. So do you want me to run? give you like a quick quick rundown again here? Quick rundown, uh, me, bro. Cat in the Box by Bezier Games. Disney Sorcerer. Bezier? Yeah. Uh, I took like French a, a couple curve. times. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Disney's Sorcerer's Arena Epic Alliance from the Op, Turing Machine from the Scorpion <laughs> Mosque, uh, Acropolis from Jigamike, Jigamike, Mick, Mike, Jigamick, Jigamick, <laughs> Doodle Dash by Chili Fox Games, Frosthaven by Cellafair Games, Twilight Inscription by Fantasy from Fantasy Flight Games. Scout from Oink Games, USPS, the Great American Mail Race from Big Potato, Bigfoot Roll and Smash by XY from XYZ Game Lab Incorporated. Then from the op, Green Team wins from 20th Century, 25th Century Games, and then Marvel Dice Throne from the op slash Roxley. Mm. Um, there you go. So good. Like that. Guys, that's a solid list. Now, I, I will say 
There are a lot of crunchy games. Oh, Jason, hi. Okay, that makes so much more sense now. <laughs> there were... <clears throat> wow, he just doxed himself. Look at that. He just threw it out there. He's fine. All right, send um, him a letter. <clears throat> there were... There were a lot of crunchy games that didn't make our list. Here's what you need to know about Matt and I. It's not that we don't like crunchy games. Okay. Let's get it, get in closer. It's not that we, it's not like we don't like crunchy games. Okay. It's that we're trying to look out for everybody, for the, for the most people that we absolutely can. And we know that not everybody plays crunchy games. And if you're trying Mm -hmm. to get new people into the hobby, you need games that have familiar themes or cool mechanics or what have you that will draw people into the hobby. And then once you got them, then you gloomhaven them. Then you got them. But we get it. We understand. And you guys are going to go buy all these games anyway. Uh, we did not demo Skyrise. We did not. It was there. I looked at it. I peeped it. Uh, Terry Machine, I wouldn't call it a crunchy game. It's a That's a thinky game. That's a we, real... We tripped into Turing Machine. Yeah, that's a... That's a I don't... So we call it crunchy. There wasn't like a lot of fiddly bits to it. Like no, a lot of like, it's, it's puzzling. Like it's just, pu- it's a puzzly thing. So really you could do it. You're working with yourself here. So, um, yeah, a lot of, there's a lot of games we didn't talk about and chances are, we'll probably speak on other games that were at Gen Con. Yeah. In f- at future Matt and Bubba in the morning post convention life, 13 games. Oh yeah. So, uh, you may have back Skyrise. I wanted to. I just yeah, next time money and whatever. Yeah, next um, twenty twenty two. I'll back it. I promise. Hey, uh, we're gonna continue to do these weekly, minus next week. If there are thirteen types of games or thirteen whatever games that you want us to discuss, please exclamation point producer there in the chat. Yep, we would love your ideas because typically I come up with them. Bubba does some, but usually I'm like, hey, I, we're doing. The, I do we're the doing bare this. minimum. It's fine. Uh, yeah, but also mark your calendars 8 p.m. Eastern Daylight Time on August 20th. Aaron and I co option will be back. We're actually going to be right back here. I'm going to have the table set up right here. We'll be oh, right really? here in this very room. I think it's going to work out best that way. Uh, now that I don't, I'm not gainfully employed somewhere else. So, oh, well, none taken. Uh, we're going to work that out. So I think it's going to be right here, at least for now. Um, we'll be playing USPS, the Great American Mail Race, if you want to see it in person. Very excited. Uh, Aaron is very excited to come back. I'm very excited to come back. If there's a game you want us to play on co-optional, let us know. Uh, we're going to try to do some giveaways, but we just honestly, it's expensive to ship stuff. Uh, so if you want to be the one who ships games for us and buys games for us, let us know that, you know, yeah. it's, an, it's a spiritual <clears throat> gift, right? Honestly, uh, like we, we, we gotta, we gotta push this thing forward somehow. And one of the ways that you can do that is just like Matt said, another way is you can partner with us exclamation point partner or love thy nerd.com slash partner. You can become a financial supporter. Um, and we would love, love to have you. And we're looking for people that are interested in making a difference. Um, you know, if, if you, if you have a little bit to give, that's great. We're really looking for people that have, have, you know, the means to make a difference. And so if that's you come and talk to me, Let's hang out. Let's have a conversation. I would absolutely love to tell you about what it is that we do and um, why we would love for you to come and be a part of that team and help us make it better. But follow us on all the socials, exclamation point socials. If you're following us, watching here on twitch.tv slash love thy nerd. And I think Luke is, nope, he's not streaming today. No, hey, everyone, take the rest of the day off, okay? Yeah, we already called him. Bubba and I will be back tomorrow afternoon. 
with the free play podcast with Kate uh, to celebrate our 201st episode. Uh, no, our 200th episode. Oh, our I, okay. 200th episode. That yeah. is not true. <laughs> Somebody's 200th episode. So we're going to celebrate that tomorrow. If there's a favorite moment you've had on the free play podcast with all of us, let Kate us has put up a post on the socials. Find it. You can look for it at the free play at free play podcast. And you can answer her question there because we want to celebrate you all and celebrate this yep. momentous occasion with high fives and winks. Absolutely. That's hey, we we're going to get out of here <clears throat> real quick before we leave. Do not forget to sign up for LTN con. If you're watching this in real time or listening to it soon, um, LTN con is in October. Okay. So 14, 15th. Did we decide that? 14. <clears throat> yeah. So we want you to come and be a part of that. It's in Southern Indiana, New Albany, and at Sojourn, New Albany. We want you to come be a part of that. Sign up now. We've got swag stuff. You can pre-order our swag bundle right now, and you can get it before anybody else gets it and guarantee yours and pick it up at LTNCon. Also, we're going to be opening that up to everybody here pretty soon, but if you want to guarantee that you get one, now is the time to do that because we do have limited numbers on some of that and stuff. And I will also say if you do partner with us, like Bubba was talking about earlier, uh, we actually have an extra day for you all where we celebrate you, dinner, games, hanging out with us. We'll give away some of the things we yep. call the nerdies to specific uh, people in the community. So, yeah, yep. that's it. And if you're looking for that link, <clears throat> you're going to want to talk to Tyranny or Luke. They have they've got the link. Because right now it's it's close to people who have signed up. But anyway, hey, we're going to get out of here. Stick around for the raid. But if no one else tells you this, please just remember it's true. Jesus loves you, nerds. Bye. You just heard the audio version of Matt and Bubba in the Morning, exclusive to LTN Radio. This show originally airs live most Thursday mornings on lovethynerd.com slash twitch. Visit the channel and subscribe so you get notified when they go live next.